good wholesome family time. Nobody's running through the street covered in butter either. Well, yet. Here I am. This is me. You've never had a pair like this before. So how about that tea? Isn't it absolutely divine? It's the best pair I've ever had. That makes me feel better. Oh, a wonderful. Oh dear. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are an actual play Call of Cthulhu podcast, and we are actually playing partially in person once again. It's going to be a short episode tonight because uh, we're running super late, and this remote thing is really difficult. Uh, so if you'd like to support the show, head over to underthelibrary.com slash support. Wow, these in-person people are horrible. Uh, we're giggling already. Uh, we're going to get right to it. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Buddy. Like last time, I am joined virtually by Scott as Johnny Dante, Wayne as Lancelot, and in person by Rick as Sam, Emily as Colette, and Michael as the Keeper, making eye contact once again. Michael, off to you. Thanks for putting up with us, Art. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. We do have themes of horror and other unsettling imagery not safe for scott is your signal the following information will be graphic if you're concerned skip ahead but stick with us we feature mature themes by immature people you need me to do it oh, he can't do it ah so if you pull up to a log cabin and think who's gonna die tonight you're probably in the right place and with that Emily with last episode's recap. Wow, Michael. That's a lot to follow. In Potter's place, Buddy claimed that he dropped the loose pages, but Rose saw through his lie. He was shaken when Rose's demeanor flipped abruptly and she called him a villain. He leaves the store and runs into Johnny, uh, who shared information about the body in the square. Buddy showed him the papers, which contained detailed documentation of new bloodstone in a familiar hand. Sam questioned the sheriff about headaches in the town, but she thought he was joking. He eventually got a straight answer, no headache epidemic in town, and then headed back to Body Bills to look for Cheryl. In the Garden of the Arts, Colette introduces herself to Lancelot Brown, who gives her a tour while regaling her with the wonders of living in New Bloodstone. Colette began to buy into the utopian idea as Lancelot shared one of his sculptures as they stood underneath a pear tree. All right, we're going to try and pick right up where we left off with uh, that reflection of... Lancelot pulling down a pear off the tree. <clears throat> and offering it to uh, Miss Colette. And uh, uh, Miss Colette, th these pears are at uh, the peak of uh, uh, ripeness. Uh, they have uh, absolute uh, uh, wondrous flavor. Uh, uh, would you would you like one? And, and uh, he gently hands it off over to you. Why, yes, I would love to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As you bite into this wonderful <laughs> pear, could you give me a pal roll at disadvantage? Oh, goodness. Oh, disadvantage. Di Ooh. Yikes. Yeah, okay. Um, sure. Well, I rolled a 17, so I have to roll again, because that's what disadvantage means. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an 83. All right. 
Oh, uh, disadvantage. <laughs> okay, so as the wonderfully, um, the the vibrant juices—they're just so flavorful. You've never had a pear like this. <laughs> you too. Stop. Mm, You've never this had. This is a- the best pear I've ever had. Oh, they, they are ex- exquisite. They, you they, know what? For that, you can just take six points of pow damage. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Um, you've never had a pair like this before, and you're overcome with the enchantment of the garden and um, this this moment and all the potential for your artistry to come forth. And um, before you know it, well, I won't say that, but go ahead. This uh, is the best said, pair oh, I've ever had. Uh, Miss Colette, it does seem that you're enjoying that pair. They are uh, quite exquisite. Uh, they are right. It was brought over from uh, uh, France. Uh, well over... Well, actually, I don't remember how many years ago, but I, I remember ordering from it France. from... From uh, France? Where in France? Oh, I believe it was more of a more of a, a southern portion of France. I, I'm not exactly sure. I, I put the paperwork in for... You know, I, I was pair. born in France. Uh, that's wonderful. You, This pair is... A mirror of you, then. It came over here to blossom, which you will blossom in and live a fruitful life uh, amongst all of this around you. So how about that tea? You said there was tea. Oh, uh, the, the tea is over this way. and But let me, uh, a short walk just over to this corner is one of my, my new favorite areas of, of the garden. Uh, uh, let, me, let me show you. And he, and he walks down the path uh, ahead of you, and he has a, a brisk step, and he's uh, very purposeful. And he goes to this corner that's a little further away from everything, and it's uh, sort of behind the art shop, and it's absolutely disheveled and full of weeds. And the weeds are pouring up, and there's a, a bit of a pond that was dug, and it has uh, it has uh, duckweed all on top and some cattails, and it's completely unarranged. And uh, he turns to you and says, this, uh, this corner over here, is, it's absolutely wonderful. I, I'm just adoring. I dug this pond not long ago and, and all of this happened. This, this symphony of, of smells and colors and, and other plants happening. Isn't it absolutely divine? And I think I'm just going to sit down where I am in the middle of the grass and pull out a little notebook and start sketching the pond. Oh, actually, <laughs> that would totally take back a uh, lantern. Oh, my goodness, you are inspired as well from the beauty and the, the majesty of this of this bringing together of, of nature and as it comes closer to where we live into the garden and, and speaking for itself and, and stating who it is and what it wants and it just calls and says out, here I am, this is me, this is the garden and the pond and doing what it wants. I think that's a wonderful message. Perhaps that you, you can catch that in, in your sketches. I was sketching the natural beauty of the landscape the whole way here on the train. I tried to capture everything that I could and it's very different here. Uh, d- different than, than, than what? I wouldn't have expected the... this climate, these plants, this. It's, it's different than what you saw on the, on the ride here. Were you, were you very far from here when you noticed it? Because uh, uh, around this area, it's all quite like this, and uh, it, at least it seems that way to me. It. it it's quite and much. you go a little further out and it's desert. 
times ish. Well, I have never been. I've never been that that far out where I saw too much desert. You've never when left the town of. You've never left the town. Leave the town, Lancelot. Well, make a sand roll here. Mm-hmm. Oh no way! <laughs> okay, and uh, lower it by three points, and uh, you would have a small—not a, a major, but a small episode here. Ah, uh. And so Lancelot uh, just stops for a second and sort of freezes, and uh, and, and reaches down uh, to to the ground and uh, picks up a stone in his hands, and he has the stone in his hand and he starts squishing the stone, and it starts to break, and he puts his hands together and he and he crushes the stone like that with his eyes closed and he's sh- uh, sh- shaking a bit. And, Jesus! Oh, th- that th- that makes me feel better making soil. And on that, sorry, we'll, Min, Min, oh, go ahead. Do you want something there, Colette, before we cut? He, he, uh, he wants to apologize, and he, oh, he looks okay. and he goes, oh, so, sorry, Miss Colette, I, I lost myself for a second. So since I'm already sitting on the ground, can I just reach over and touch one of the bits that he dropped? Yeah. It is stone? It, it was stone. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can cut there. Okay. And so, yeah, with that scene of you picking up the bits and and just rubbing them between your fingers kind of in disbelief that mm-hmm. you just broke this stone to pieces. <coughs> Sam? Yes? <laughs> you have a very short leash. I... Hmm. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> Cheryl? Poor, poor choice. Poor choice. Real poor choice, sir. Uh, all right. Art representing life. And uh, I would, <laughs> I would, uh, I would have hopefully either not, if I haven't found Cher, I'd go down to the front desk and I would just ask, uh, uh, is anybody around? Like, are you asking if No, I'm about? asking you. Is oh. anybody around? <laughs> that that yeah. was a little confusing. Yeah, uh, yeah I was confused too. It's it's getting close to dinner time and body bills is starting to fill up and uh, tables are being served, uh, you know, in lieu of like original bloodstone where, you know, it was it was more just drinks and mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, th- this is now kind of serving as also a, w- one of the primary meal places. Right. And so I would look around first in the room if I see Cheryl. And if I don't, I would go to the front desk of Body Bills, the check-in area, and ask if uh, anyone had seen my my uh, my wife, Cheryl, uh, exit. I, I haven't, but I could get you and your son a table, sir. Hmm. And I look at Amos and I say, you hungry? And he's like still gnawing down on this candy. His mm. <laughs> pockets are full. Yeah. Good father, poor father decision. See, and I say, and I actually would go over and I'd ask him, say, "All right, now uh, let's hand over the candy. Let's get you something to eat, uh, and then maybe we'll give you a piece tomorrow, uh, later on." Takes it right out of his mouth and just shoves it in his pocket. All right, then, and I will say, "Yes, ma'am. We'll take ourselves a." Uh, table would be fine. Okay, and his lips are like stained purple at this point. Yeah, and yeah, um, and he just kind of in a sugar haze. Uh, okay. What follows you idly toward the table? Okay, and I uh, we'd order dinner. Would we wait? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, any specials to that? Uh, well, uh, pretty much our kitchen specializes in appeasing our customers' needs. Let's start with what your favorite meals are. Oh, uh, wonderful. Well, uh, I suppose I would love uh, a nice, uh, hmm, you know what, uh, New York strip, if you got it. Oh, certainly. And some uh, fine red skin uh, taters, uh, some good old uh, green beaners, and uh, some cornbread with uh, the uh, freshest butter you can muster. If they, like, I'm talking straight out of the cow if they can. I, no comment. Okay. <laughs> for myself, and then for little Amos, I ask him, uh, well, what, what would you like tonight, huh? Uh, 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 cheeseburger, some hot dog, you want some pasta? Che- cheeseburger. Cheeseburger would be good. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, and I look at her and I say, one cheeseburger, and you want some fries? No fries. Okay, and how about, uh, you want some, <laughs> you, it's water. Let's do some water for the boy. <laughs> And and uh, your waiter kind of scribbles furiously, and he goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, uh, "Here in New Bloodstone, we special in all kinds of prime cuts of meat. We'd be happy to get those right out for you, and uh, potatoes and green beans. That's no tall ask for us. We'll uh, we'll have that right out to you, sir." Well, thank you. And uh, suppose I suppose we'd we'd wait and we'd have it. And as I'm looking around the dining room, as I'm waiting, um, do, what do I see? Who do I see? Anybody that stands out in particular? Uh, give me a spot hidden. No, I'm my pleasure to keep it. Uh, well, that is a four. I'm just gonna see here. That's a no. No, yes, yes. Sorry, I was looking at a, my English, which is fifteen. No, my spot hidden is forty-five. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that, that <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, I just realized. I'm that. surprised it's that high. I should not have said that out loud. Uh, my spot hidden. I'm good. You're good. It's just a regular success. Uh, So what you catch is, you noticed all your rooms, right, were up to the right? (laughs) Yes. There's nothing here to break you. There's nothing phallic. There's nothing sexual. Nobody's vibrating. I'm not breaking. Who's breaking? Okay, so I look up. Rooms are over to the right. Yeah, all of your rooms are over to the right. And you catch the, did you see the gunfight or no? I think I, I caught the... I think so, because I was entering the general store. You said I did not react negatively to it, that it did not shock me when I did my role. Correct. And uh, so you catch the guy who did the killing uh, going into a room uh, on the far left of Body Bills. Really? And we're all on the right-hand side. Yes, and so this except is Except Buddy. Except Buddy. And this is the gentleman... Well, buddy, you're on the right, but remember, you're on a catwalk over across... Oh, I was picturing on a catwalk over to okay. the left, but okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so, like, you're on a catwalk to the... They're all on to the right, to the back of Body Bills. Mm-hmm. You're on a catwalk across, and you're in your own suite, like, uh, facing the street side. Okay, the yeah. Buddy suite. Buddy suite. And so, um, and this, this... I wouldn't know his name, right, but this would be the Pete the Poet, right, effectively. Correct. Right, I am. Um, okay, okay, and I look, and I'm, and I'm looking, and do I see, does he have his uh, firearms on him when he's walking over? He does. Room? He does, all right. And I'd actually ask the waiter, um, who is that? I saw him, uh, 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 victorious today. Why, that is the one and the only Pete the Poet, a legend in these here parts, one that you can hear sung about in tales that predate this here institution of New Bloodstone. He's an original character of Bloodstone. I see. And if anybody wants to challenge Pete. Oh, I don't recommend that, sir. And why I is don't that? recommend you that. You think he's a 
that good? Nobody's ever outshot the poet. Hmm. And with that, we'll cut to uh, Johnny and Buddy. Okay. So we were going, we had decided that the letter holding up the paper and looking the at the paper. paper was, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> what, 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 what do you think that means, uh, Asian Dante? My, so my how, dad was how long here. ago did you get this note from your father? Well, my, my mom had it for a while. I, I just got it uh, about a week ago. Right. It was about and a week did you ago. know he was connected to this town? Is that part of why you wanted to come here? I, I've never heard anything about my dad ever before this. My mom wouldn't talk about him, and, and she still wouldn't talk about him. I, I called my mom to ask about this about this, this letter, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't tell me anything. I, I, I had no idea who he know. was or where he was, and the fact that, that he was connected to this town, and, and I had already found other things connected to this town. That's why I had to come here. You know, so you're you're an MP, right? So you've yeah. investigated. You you know what it's like. When we have things like this, and it seems like, what 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 just happened, right? That usually sends a bell off in me, my head. I don't understand how something like this that seems like it could just be such a coincidence. How does that happen, right? Yeah, I think that there's something else going on. Look, there's one other thing I want to talk to you about because you you had a lot more conversations with that than I did right at the end. Mm -hmm. You remember he talked about his partner that disappeared, Jimmy? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, did he ever tell you about it? His full name is Jimmy Pistapontamore. He was a he was a good guy. He's a really good agent. Um, I can't wait to hear the keeper say his name. Um, <laughs> so he was a really good agent. He's a good guy, and you know it's not like him to just disappear, right? And their investigation leads here. I, I'm looking for him too, and I'm I'm going to show you a picture of the guy and I'll be like, okay. I want us to keep an eye out for him because I just uh, there's something like you know it's something else. So I spend time at Disney. I've done all this stuff with my family. Everybody eventually breaks character. I've been to places like this everywhere. No one in this town breaks character. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it, they're not just doing this a little bit. They're doing it all the time, and they never stop being in character. So I, I actually did see one one of the people break character. Have you seen anybody be weird? You haven't seen anybody? anybody no, see, I mean so, that. Okay. The, like I told you, those those guys at the door, they just they just were they were acting like they were guarding something something fierce. It's it this is a a, a, a sideshow. This place is nothing, right? It's just a stupid little town, but they're acting like they're guarding the secrets of the universe. So the 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 woman in the bookstore just now, did you hear that that you I know we had some audio issues. Did you hear that interaction when she was really horrible to me or do you want me to say I didn't. Okay. No. So no, the audio was janky. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I, I was, I, 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 when I picked up this book, these papers fell out and I, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I really wanted the papers and I didn't want her to take them from me because it seemed really important. And now I know it was really important. So I, I feel really bad about it, but I lied. I tried to pretend that, that they were my papers and when I picked them up mm -hmm. and she knew I was lying and she turned really mean and she told me that I was evil that i was a villain evil that i was a what? she said i was a villain she said i know who you are you're a villain and it was like somebody different was talking and then she stopped 
And there was this weird like change, and she went back to who she was before. And it was like she didn't remember what she had just said. It was really weird and scary. I've never that seen anybody sounds, do that before. That sounds really bad. That sounds there's something weird going on. There's, yeah. I mean, just I you know, and I think I told you they're using real gu- real blood in the gunfight. Like, I don't care if it's a cow, I don't give a shit what it is. That's that's there's realism, and then there's you know, you're dropping blood whenever you pretend to shoot somebody. Yeah, why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know. Now, there's stuff about this town that isn't adding up. Look, there's a couple of things. I want us to find out more. We got to find a way to get out to oh, Old Bloodstone. Right? I agree. That's something That's that we, we set too. as a goal. When we brought that up before, you saw their reactions. They acted like we talked about doing something atrocious. Yeah. Like, you know, we got to find a way to get out there, but... For all we know, these people are going to freak out if we actually try and go out of town. Like, I think one of the things we need to do is test that. Like, just literally take a walk outside of the town a little bit and see what their reaction is when we go past what they consider to be their boundaries. Like, are they guarding the perimeter of this place? What's it look like? Okay. So you want to do that right now? See what happens? I mean, I, I think if, if if we don't have anything else to do, I was going to go to the bookstore, but it sounds like you already got everything we want to know. This Pete yeah. the Poet thing, it might be nothing. It just it just seems like like they take that pretty seriously. So I'd like to keep an eye on and see if that comes back to us. But okay, so yeah, I think we go test the uh, boundary of the town right now. I like that. While we're doing while we're walking, I'm going to look through here and and I I want to see if any of these people that my dad said are tourists are still here. That's great. And yeah, so just I'm gonna, keep an eye I'm out gonna... for Jenny Pistapontamore. Oh, okay. Jenny Pistapontamore? Okay. I'll take a look for that. Um, so, wait, I, I keep her. I got a question. Yeah. This picture. So, it, I've seen Jimmy, right? Did, there was something about a picture of him? Just a, fo- a photograph. Yeah. yeah. This is not the same Jimmy that I rescued as a kid. No. Okay. Um, there are more than, there's more than one person named Jimmy. So, I just want to make sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to go, th- as we're walking, I'm going to go through the papers and pick out the names that um, that are highlighted or that are illustrated as tourists, is not, you know, because you said they were differentiating mm-hmm. people who live here versus tourists who've been here a while. I want to see if there are any tourists who are still here. Okay. Um, if, if I know, if I recognize any names, if not, I just want to rec- I just want to see who the tourists are so that as I'm meeting people, if any of the names pop up again, I would know, okay, this person's been here the whole time. I want to talk to them. So as you're starting to look down in the direction of the sheriff's office, um, you hear this horrible retching sound right into the street and somebody just puking all in the middle of the road. Oh, dear. Mm. And as y'all turn in that direction and look... yeah. Um, there, there's quickly, uh, uh, there's, there's a guy running his arm over his mouth and there's two other kind of in, in attire employees running over to clean up the street essentially. And, uh, Johnny, you would do a double take as you look at this guy and think, holy crap. There's Jimmy P. What does what the P stand for? What does the P stand for? <laughs> Pisaponte More. 
<laughs> yeah, that's close. So close. This <laughs> kind of close. You have. I'm, and I just, I, my jaw drops. You have got to be kidding me. And on that, we'll cut. And again, you we're sorry for the short episode here. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, we're we're sorry for the shorter episode no, here, just, but we'll resume would, our our weekly full slated episode at the next, next time. So that is going to do it for us for this abbreviated episode. Again, apologies for that. But the remote thing um, has got us running out of time. So thank you very much for joining us tonight. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. So for me, for Michael, for Emily, for Wayne, for Rick, and for Scott, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time under the library. That yeah. was a little confusing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was confused too. There's nothing here to break you. There's nothing phallic. There's nothing sexual. Nobody's I'm vibrating. I'm not breaking. Who's breaking? Okay. Yeah. Buddy sweet. Buddy sweet. Cheeseburger. No fries.